There was a post inside of our Calm the Chaos community today. She said, normally I get so resentful when my child does X, Y, and Z. But today, when he did this thing, I noticed that the resentment was just gone. That I just realized this is part of who he is. This is how he manages things. This is how he handles things. This is how he advocates for his needs and wants. And I was able to then help him in such a better way. Yes, this is it. Like this is one of the hardest shifts to make, but making this shift right here is gonna open up so much for their relationship. Is your child's challenging behavior leaving you feeling exhausted, defeated, and hopeless? You are not alone. And I want you to know you are not a failure and your child is not broken. Welcome to Calm the Chaos Parenting, the podcast for parents raising strong-willed, highly sensitive, or neurodivergent children. I'm Dana Abraham, parenting expert, and I have helped hundreds of thousands of families just like yours. Each week, I'll share simple science-backed solutions to help you feel more grounded, in tune, and deeply connected to your child, no matter what challenge you face. Start your journey from surviving to thriving as a family at calmthechaospodcast.com. The truth is, is there is no one-size-fits-all approach for parenting challenging kids. Yeah, and that is exactly why most approaches fail. 100%. And we tried every approach in the book, I believe, or even approaches that aren't in books. Yeah. And I kind of feel like the Calm the Chaos students have tried everything under the sun. I think so too. And it's because they don't actually address the root causes. And a lot of times they're just this one size fits all and they don't they're not tailored to each person's individual needs and their background. And that's why you need an out-of-the-box approach. Yeah, absolutely. We started about five years ago really teaching this in depth to our students and created a method that we're going to be sharing with you today in this episode. And we've actually shared it with hundreds of thousands of parents, teachers, therapists, doctors, you name it. If not more, right? It yeah. feels weird saying millions of people, right? It does. But like we've had millions of people come to Lemon Lab Adventures 100%. and we yeah. have helped them, whether it's a science experiment or how to calm down or how to connect with your spouse. Slime recipes. Slime recipes. Yeah. We even have some posts about toilet paper if you're really interested. Why not? So you want to talk through the system that we've created? You know, it's it, I do. It comes down to, you know, the, the Calm the Chaos framework and roadmap, right? Yeah, so we actually have created a system. At first, it started out as a framework, just like most other, I feel like parenting programs or parenting um, ideas Mm -hmm. and um, other strategies that are out there is it comes out as like, here's, here's a way to go about things. But we knew we needed something when we were creating the framework that fit unique situations because every single individual child is different. And then those children within their family ecosystem is different and unique. And so we needed something that was more like kind of like ingredients to a cake, you know, and I always kind of liken it to that, that you need the same four ingredients, no matter whether you're cooking the most basic cake or your book cooking a cake that you would see on one of those elaborate like British Bake Offs. Or something okay, like that. I, I was like, I don't know any cake shows. You're on your own. What? <laughs> we guess, always watch that I, show. I, British Bake Off, yeah, but I wasn't thinking cakes. 
Yeah. They have those fancy like cake wars or like yeah, yeah, yeah. Cake no, stars. Not the, I don't know. No, we would we would land on nailed it. And that's exactly kind of this. <laughs> <laughs> I do know nailed yeah. it. Yeah. That's kind of the idea here is that they're, they're still the same basic ingredients. You need like a flour, a milk substance, some eggs to hold them together and some sugar to sweeten sure. it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the same kind of basics. And if you are still at the beginning stages and you try to do those four basics and try to make this fancy cake, you end up unnailed it, right? So, um, and so that's what we wanted to develop. And so let's talk just a little bit about both of them in just a minute. But I want to talk about why just the framework wasn't enough. Okay. Okay. So we did just the framework for a little while and I'll, I'll share those four steps here in just a minute and the, or the four parts. We call them the four elements of the Calm the Chaos framework. So we've got the framework yep. and then what we found with the framework is that the framework works. It's amazing. It gets results. We're able to see people who and ourselves, um, people be able to create relationships with their kids, heal relationships, be able to get their kids to you know, go to bed without huge fights. And this is all while accepting the kids you have, not just giving them punishments and rewards and trying to get them to get in line. Yeah. That's definitely not what it's about. And you can listen to episode two. We talk a lot about kind of the methodology behind it. Yeah. We, we've had people who've come in, uh, you know, to, to work on their relationship with their kid. They've ended up uh, improving their relationship with their spouse yeah. or like their dog or the mailman, right? Like it just kind of like, it keeps <laughs> yeah. going. Yeah. It's a really good framework for being a good human. And so what we found though, is if you are in the middle of what we call a storm, so just, you know, when like where we were with three to five epic meltdowns a day that lasted hours upon hours um, each, then it's really hard to access the framework, no matter how good the framework is. Yeah. And so you need it to be one so simple you can remember it when shit's hitting the fan, but also you need it to be something that adjusts and meets you where you're at, depending on what level you're at or what stage you're at. So what we identified were these five stages that every family goes through when they are going from survival mode to thriving as a family and building a family that works together, advocates for each other, and empowers each other, all while enjoying each other. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we've got this roadmap and we've got the framework. Yeah. Like, should we kind of lay this out for them? Yeah, I would love to because they work hand in hand. So at every single stage of the roadmap, you're going to use the same framework. And you're going to hear us talk about this episode after episode after episode because they are so important. And what they are is I want you to imagine I'm going to do my best visual without a visual. I want you to imagine a Venn diagram. For those of you that don't know what a Venn diagram is, it's three circles that meet somewhere in the middle. Right. And so with our framework, it is four essential elements, which is you, which is in the center where everything meets together, because we believe that you as the parent are the linchpin to holding everything together to being, and that doesn't mean you got to be perfect, but you're that calm, safe place for your child. You're that one person for your child that can see them for who they are, that's going to advocate for them, that's going to empower them. So it's, it's about you in the center, the adult in their life. Then we have the other three circles and they're all equal. And so that's connection, 
which is not just like one-on-one time and not just playing because, I mean, you can only play so much Fortnite. Um, <laughs> so can you want to talk a little bit about what connection really is for us? Well, you know, for me, it, it's not about like, oh, hey, you know, I went and, and we spent four hours together at the zoo. And that is a type of connection. But it's 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 the little in-between moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's maybe like a, you know, for for. Uh, for partners is maybe like the touch on the shoulder, yeah. like, Hey honey, you know, you know, can you, can you help me or whatever? Yeah. Just these little like moments of affection yeah. uh, that are in between just the everyday life. Yeah. And it's that sense of belonging, that affirming of who your child is and really validating their emotions and their feelings and um, accepting them for who they are. This is really that acceptance as well. Yeah. Um, I was thinking in the, in the car this morning, uh, you know, each morning I, I drop off my kiddo at high school. And he's mm-hmm. doing reels or whatever he's watching. And uh, he has this thing where he has to watch until the end. Otherwise, it's no good. But these things, they go, they just go to the next one. Yeah. And then he's like, you know. So yeah. I have to, like, I have to be super patient with him to let him finish. And then I have to kind of punch in to get him to. Before to, the next video. Before the next video mm-hmm. to ask him to stop. Right. And I know that. You know, seven years ago, I just would have like, ah, dude, turn it off. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and now, uh, you know, I just kind of take a deep breath, you know. OK, it's going to be cool. Like it's going to end. All right. Hey, bud, it's time to go. Let's turn it off. Right. Mm. And then it takes him sometimes 30 seconds to process, sometimes a minute, whatever. It's that connection. It's that accepting who he is. Uh, instead of trying to... And that processing time that he has, accepting that and understanding under the surface why he's not able to do it. Yeah, I mean, that's a beautiful example. But that connected part of just staying connected instead of disconnecting, not just in the rough moments, but in between and also in the rough moments, right? And it's the phrases we use and things like that. So that's the connection piece. And I actually just thought about... There was a post inside of our Calm the Chaos community today, and we do uh, celebrations of wins and focusing on positives. And someone posted and they I don't know if you saw this one today. And it said something along the lines of um, this seems like such a such a small shift, but it's so big because what happened is she said, normally I get so resentful. When my child does X, Y, and Z. But today, when he did this thing, I noticed that the resentment was just gone. That I just realized this is part of who he is. This is how he manages things. This is how he handles things. This is how he advocates for his needs and wants. And I was able to then help him in in such a better way. And I just remember responding today and being like, Yes, this is it. Like this is one of the hardest shifts to make, but making this shift right here is going to open up so much for their relationship. Yeah. Because yeah, how often are we resentful because our kids are asking too much of us or demanding of us or sure. quote unquote manipulating us or disrespecting us? And when we see it that way, it's really hard to stay connected. Yeah, absolutely. And that that affects yeah. your energy that you bring to this table. And, yeah. and you know, you, you might be saying kind words out loud, but if you're grumbling underneath your breath, right? Like that's a whole nother. And they can feel that. Our kids can feel that, especially kids with challenging behavior. A lot of times they are extra sensitive and they are more aware of the, the things that people are kind of putting off that energy that people are putting off. We call them the signals that are coming off your body. 
All right, so let's move on to the next little circle. So the next circle is understand. Now, understand is not just, oh, my kid needs this diagnosis or has this diagnosis. Understand is really digging under the surface. And we believe that, you know, if you look at it like an iceberg, that you're, what you're seeing of your child is just the very tip of the iceberg. And it's really what's under the surface that's really going to help you make forward progress and help you help your child. And the key here is not just so that you understand your kid, but it's helping your kid understand themselves so that they can then advocate for themselves and they can then speak up for their needs and their wants in a way where other people are able to hear that request. And that brings us to the last circle, which is empower. It's one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah. So you connect, understand, empower. Yeah. So we call this UQ. So you in the center and then the C for connect, the U for understand and E for empower for short. You'll hear us talk about the UQ framework or the calm the chaos framework interchangeably quite a lot. So let's talk a little bit about the empower piece. Okay. So you, you kind of teased us a little bit, right? Because it's not only just... Uh, you understanding your kid's behavior, mm. but when you can empower them to understand their own behavior, yeah. right, then they can kind of go out and they can kind of advocate for themselves, yeah. which is the really amazing part. Yeah, it's the building of systems and habits. It's the building of self-awareness and self-regulation. And none of that can happen until the person who is doing those things feels safe. They feel connected they understand themselves. Then there's this empowerment piece. And this empowerment piece really is that collaborative effort. Um, and it is that problem solving together and creating plans both for in the moment that you can use and ahead of the moment um, so that everyone kind of knows what their role is and what they're going to be doing together. And it's working together as that team. And that kind of brings us to the... Um, well, before we do this, it brings us to the roadmap. But before we go there, is there anything around this this thing that you dealt with with Elijah with getting off of his phone with the empowerment piece? For him, he needs his protocols, right? His set of instructions. His routines. Or, his routines. Thank you. Yeah. Brain working. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Word retrieval not working right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in in this instance, right? He set the phone down and he was like, okay, I'm ready to go in. And then he like, he's like, wait. And then he started asking me questions. And like, you know, meanwhile, I'm kind of like, well, we're one minute late to school. Cause we just, we fit, we finished yeah. that one reel. Now I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not a stickler for time. Uh, it, that's a learned thing, but uh, he had this series of conversations that he had, he had in his head because he had seen the reel and so he put that down, but it's still in his head that he had the reel that he was watching. And then he started asking me questions about, um, about, hey, what about this one classic movie scene? I know they're classic movie scenes. And in this one thing that I watched, it had the opening sequence and there were these guys and they were walking down the street. It was just a regular street, nothing special. And then they were in slow motion. And I was like, okay, I think that's Reservoir Dogs. He's like, okay, but what about a guy? And he's in the room and it's like, it's black and white and there's stairs. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Right? But like he had to finish all those thoughts. Yeah. Right. And, and yes, it was kind of a, a mismatch of the connection and the understanding. Right. But like 
he felt like he could talk to me yeah. in that instance. He felt empowered to kind of be himself yes. and, and share. That's what I was getting yeah. at. So I think the part that I was getting at is that this didn't just come overnight. Like you no. didn't just say, okay, today you're getting off when we get there. Or today I'm going to let you watch one video and then you're going to put the phone down. That is a plan that you guys, even before you leave the house, sometimes you're like, all right, remember when we get to school, what do we do? Oh, we turn in the phone, you know? Yeah. And this is probably like the seventh iteration of yeah. getting to school. Yeah. You know, it started with no phone. And then he's like, well, can I take the phone with me in the school? And that didn't work. And yeah. then it was, you know, can I do this? And can I do that? Dana here. And guess what? My book, Calm the Chaos, has officially launched. So if you enjoy the podcast and find the stuff we're sharing valuable, I'm 100% sure you're going to love the book. You can get your copy at calmthechaosbook.com. And if you use this link, you'll also get some special bonuses. So once again, the link is calmthechaosbook.com. Thanks. I hope you're enjoying the show. Here's the thing that I want to really drive home is that what Jason's describing right now, what you're talking about, is just not possible when things are really tough, when there is no connection, when there's a breakdown in your energy levels, when you're already frustrated. Those are those earlier stages when you're first starting this journey. And so UQ still works, but the way Jason's describing it right now doesn't, which is where the roadmap was born. It's like, at this point, it's a beautiful symphony, right? But yeah. like, that's not where we started. Yeah. We started in the storm, you know, like the, the violins are like... <laughs> you know, like it wasn't a symphony. No, it was it was a cacophony. Is that the word? Yeah, I love cacophony. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like <laughs> it was like all the noises, all the instruments, all the sounds, all it was. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what you're describing is what we call stage one, surviving the storm. Yeah. So um, there are five stages. I'm going to go through them really fast, and then we can kind of talk through the different stages yeah, and the differences. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. So. Um, there are five distinct stages going from survival mode to thriving as a family. And again, it's thriving as a family where everyone's voices are heard. And so stage one is surviving the storm. And this is dealing with things that are dangerous, things that are um, really kind of tearing your family apart, things that, you know, it's just complete stress, complete overwhelm. And this is really where like, I lied. I'm just going to go through them and explain them. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, <let's laughs> stage one, um, you know, things are really rough. Your number one goal in this stage is safety, getting everybody to safety. That is it. You being the safe place and getting everyone else to safety. So, your UQ in that moment, your U connect, understand, empower, everything is super simple, super small, and you're the only one involved because you can't control anyone else, especially when everything's really chaotic. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So you want to talk about the next one? Definitely not. Uh, stage, <laughs> stage two, uh, we call your energy reserves. Yeah. So the energy reserves is basically, you know, that stage where, all right, I'm not dealing with meltdowns like 24 seven and I no longer am adding to the chaos. So I'm no longer the cause of the problems. And let's just be real honest. Like there are times, and this is no judgment, where we're the ones making things even worse with our reactions and our yelling and our, you know, slam doors, whatever it is. I mean, I came from a yelling family, so I totally get it. Um, I just thought that's 
what life was that you just yell when you're a parent. I didn't know there was another way. Yeah, Apparently and, there is. <laughs> and when we were when we were in the thick of it, like our, our biggest storms, right? The things that started to shift were me internally, right? Yeah. That transformation from the inside out. Yeah. That made a huge difference. Like he didn't change that yeah. much. But you can't do that if you're completely overwhelmed. And you can't do that if you are drained. And I know it's like such a cliche to say you can't pour from an empty cup, but it's so true. I like to think of it as a battery. Um, I asked our students the other day, I said, what was the last time that you went all day and all night before plugging in your phone? When's the last time you started your day with a phone on on zero percent? And everyone was like, never. I would never do that. Why would I do that? I'm like, why do we give our phones more energy than we give ourselves? And that's what this stage is all about. Again, it's all about you. And it's about using the UQ framework to find your own energy reserves. And this is just like one minute, five minutes, 10 minutes a day. And it's building those habits that are going to give you enough time and energy so that when another storm happens, when another argument, another fight, another meltdown, whatever it is, you're like, all right, I'm calm. I can handle this. Yeah. Uh, so I think we can move on to stage yeah, three I here. So. Uh, so stage three is all about being the calm at the center of the storm. Yeah. So, and it's a little, little confusing because we did say that stage one, you're getting to calm, but this one is really about knowing how to show up. Right. And this is, you know, knowing what to say, what to do without things just getting escalated. So the main goal here is diffusing the bomb before it goes off or minimizing the damage when it does go off. So it's, it doesn't mean that you don't have any fights with your kids. It doesn't mean that you are, all the battles are gone when you're getting out the door. It doesn't mean that your kids are going to go to bed perfectly gently at night. Um, it is just how you will respond, how you will react, how you will understand what their behavior is. And we get a little deeper into understanding here, but it really is that in the moment plan and knowing exactly what that is that matches your unique situation in your what you're going through. There's, um, there's this trend going around on, I know you're not like a TikTok person, but there's this trend going around that says, Gentle parenting is for gentle kids. My kids feral. Or it'll say like gentle kids, gentle parenting is for gentle kids. My kid is, you know, a wild one. There's all different ones. There's like even like my kid is a gangster. Like there's all these different ones. And I, like to me, that's what this stage is all about. Because gentle parenting is not just for gentle kids. Gentle parenting is just how you show up for your kids. And the kids who are tough, who are rough, who are challenging us, they need us to be that guiding force for them, that model, that guide more than any other child out there. So uh, we call stage four, no more storm chasing. Also known as no more parenting whack-a-mole. I can only, like, the only thing going through my brain is that waterfall song. Like, don't go chasing waterfalls. I don't know if we're allowed to sing Maybe that it's song. like, don't go playing whack-a-mole. I don't know. <laughs> you know, we have someone on our team that said you're not allowed to make up songs. Oh. <laughs> 
we'll see what people think. You guys are going to have to let us know if you like it or not. Okay. Um, he, I don't know that he can go a day without making up songs. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. So the, um, yeah, so No More Storm Chasing is all about getting ahead of the chaos, ahead of the struggle, ahead of the challenge before it happens. And we've heard from all sorts of parents is that if you have a child that's ADHD, autistic, ODD, PDA, you name it, that you can't get ahead of these things, that they just happen. It's a way of life. And I disagree. When you use the UQ framework and you've gone through these other stages, now you can't just drop yourself off in this stage. But if you go through those stages and you get to here, you're going to have such a deep understanding of where these behaviors are coming from and where the what is challenging for your child. You'll be able to understand their sensory preferences. This is about taking a much more holistic view at getting ahead of the problems and the challenges by deepening your relationship out of the moment, by really doing a lot of thought work and swapping what we call thought monsters for super swaps. Um, and it's really where you start involving your kids. Yeah. This is really the first stage, stage four guys, right? And people are always like, what do I do? How do I get my kid to listen? And I'm like, yeah, you have to go through these other stages. And then at this stage, this is where you're going to start collaborating with them, doing something we call huddles, which is just this collaborative conversation. And we have a bunch of different types of huddles, um, which we'll discuss on another podcast. But this is um, and we go in depth in our book as well, Calm the Chaos uh, book. Um, this is a little plug for the book that's coming out. <laughs> so, yeah. So. This is where you're really collaborating more. You're problem solving more. You're getting to the bottom of things uh, ahead of time. And you're using some different systems to spiral out the chaos so you can see that tipping point way before it happens. Yeah. And we absolutely, you had said, like, you can't just pop yourself in this. Like, no. we definitely see people trying to just jump right in yeah. to this part where they're trying to make everything collaborative. Yeah. And if you don't do the foundational yeah. work there, it's it's not, it's yeah. going to blow up. So these last two stages is actually what most parenting systems and programs where they start you. They start you at best case scenario. Here's how to get ahead of it. And here's how to create a family that works together. <laughs> and I, I like this, like here at Calm the Chaos, we start you off at worst case scenario. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we really do. Because we've been there. We know worst we, case yeah, scenario. Pretty darn close. Um, one of our students just on a coaching call the other day, we were going through some stuff. She goes, oh, my goodness. I mean, she's like, I have been doing parenting trainings, parenting books, parenting summits, parenting this. I even have gone to school to learn all this. And I always start at stage four. She's like, I'm missing stage one, two, and three. No wonder I am drowning and I feel overwhelmed and I feel like I can't get ahead. Even though I know what I should be doing, I can't do it. Yeah. And that's what happens here, right? And so stage four is all about getting ahead. And then that brings us to stage five, which is like the Mecca. <laughs> we have angels singing now. Okay, yeah. So stage five is yeah. all about building a stormproof infrastructure. Yeah, it's about creating that ecosystem where every family member is heard and valued and belongs and understood. And so instead of just looking at, um, like for the connection piece, that's all about building a family team. So you actually create a family team name and you um, create, we have families that create crest and all sorts of really cool stuff, but it's about coming together. But the understanding piece 
piece is no longer about this one person in your family that you're trying to help or get ahead of or, or, or you know, problem solve with. Now it's expanding that out to the whole family and really understanding, you know, everyone's sensory preferences. It's understanding why each family member does what they do, you know, and like my kids, they know that like one of your biggest triggers is your set, your, um, sound like sensory auditory auditory. Yes. So you do a loud noise near Jason or you just get too loud. It's like game over. I think everyone knows this. Uh, I I just picked up three of our, our students at, uh, at the airport and they got really excited because they saw me and like, you know, we haven't met in person. They're like, they got really excited and we're going to be real loud. And then they're like, oh, Jason, we'll be quiet. Yeah. Well, that's because we work so hard to understand ourselves and advocate for our own needs. Um, Everyone coming in knows if they're, are we huggers or are we not huggers? Are we fist bumpers or elbow bumpers or whatever? And, and so this stage is really about everyone in the family understanding each other at that deep level. Like our daughter ended up, I tell the story in the book, but our daughter ended up um, not going, like not doing her birthday party. And at first she like didn't invite her brother to the birthday party, but then she was like, because he gets overwhelmed and he, it's really loud. Guys, she was five and she was doing her birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. This girl ended up doing an 8 a.m. birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese with the lights half off, no music, no performance. I thought nobody's going to come to our birthday party. We had like 12 (laughs) five-year-olds in Chuck E. Cheese with the lights half off with only like the arcade noise, which is quite a bit, but we were the only ones there. And it it wasn't even the full noise. They had then turned down all the way that they could so that we could still enjoy some of the sound. Yeah. And the my favorite part is like we we had this event and it was it was it was my daughter's birthday party, but she accommodated for yeah. her brother and then everyone every single parent was like this is the best thing that ever happened yeah it's ten a.m. the rest of our day ahead of us I don't have a headache <laughs> I wasn't looking forward to this and now I'm loving it yeah because I mean we had our cake and our ice cream and like all the games before ten a.m. yeah pizza right? at eight it was so <laughs> so funny. But my daughter still remembers that, um, you know, and she still is. But that's how we that's how we interact as a family. There's no way we could have done that seven years ago, 10 years ago. Um, it, It was it was a battle right all the time. And then the last piece of this is a really big one and a big piece of who we are and what we do is. And this was this is where we might lose a few listeners. This is where we actually do away with rules. Oh my goodness, right? People are going to be like, what did you just say? I'm out. Yeah. So now it's not that we let our kids go feral. Come on, right? But it's that we create agreements. I like the word today. Okay. All right. Just checking. (laughs) This is going to be the feral episode. Yeah. Why not? Um, We should do an episode on feral children. We should talk about rules. If you you would like to have an episode on feral children, just let us know in the comments. I think that's a thing. Are there comments on podcasts? I don't know. I don't We're still so new at all this. Okay. <laughs> rules, go. Okay, rules. Yeah, so we ditched the rules. Instead, we have systems, value-based family systems. So this is all about, first, getting clear on your family values together. Yes, even toddlers can do this. Getting clear on what you want as a family, and then creating systems, routines, um, personal boundaries. I can definitely go on a tangent about boundaries um, and 
and then creating these agreements with each other and then creating a plan ahead of time that works for each member of the family. So we can def we're going to go deeper into all of that, but that's what this is about. That's what that infrastructure is, is that it's the systems, it's the understanding, it's the deep connection, and it's also those thought swaps of really being able to see each person for who they are and be able to see the flip side of their struggles as superpowers. Yeah. So, you know, we, we walked you through the two-part system, you know, We've said this throughout, it's yeah. sprinkled throughout, but like, let's just really hit it home for everyone okay. of like why this approach works, yeah. right? And and how to use it. Well, the main reason why the Calm the Chaos system works is one, it is customizable. So you've got this UQ framework, you connect, understand, empower, and you can really customize that to the age of your child, the language, the skills, the the preferences of your child and their background. It also get it really recognizes and is centered around the root cause of what's going on and what the frustration is and where the struggle is. And we actually go really deep into understanding everything that is going on instead of just the symptoms. Um, we were talking about this viral video of this man yelling in the airplane um, with our with our students who came in today and I was telling them about this man who was yelling because a baby was yelling. And she goes, yeah, but Dana, you know, there was something under that surface, under that iceberg. I said, <laughs> I do, I do. Um, so, and also it's all about building a really strong relationship between each member of the family instead of just trying to get kids to fit in or to be this certain mold. It's really about this holistic approach of approaching each person as a human, right? Yeah. And and removing that blame and shame for the kid and the parent and saying, look, you are where you are. If you're at ride the storm or at survive the storm or you're at build a family uh, team, any of those stages, it doesn't matter where you're at, you are exactly the parent you are supposed to be and that your kid needs. And your kid is exactly who they're designed to be. You just need a framework that kind of grows with you. It is built to kind of build on itself at each stage as you go. And I think that's one really big reason why this works so well and works with so many different situations. And we're going to be covering a lot of that in all the different episodes. Matter of fact, I would absolutely love if you guys would let me know, like, what is one topic you really hope we'll cover and kind of share how you would apply the framework to that particular situation. Just to recap, the Calm the Chaos system is a two-part system that meets you where you are and meets your children where they are. It is personalized to you and it really is built off of the hard-won experience that you have as a parent because you are the expert in your child. And so um, with that, you have the four pieces of the framework. You connect, understand, empower, and then it grows with you all the way from surviving the storm to getting your energy back to being that calm and diffusing the bomb and getting ahead of the situation or the challenges. And then finally building that amazing family team that works together with the stormproof infrastructure. Yeah. What, where should they go if they want to learn more or get started calming the chaos? Yeah. Just head over to calmthechaospodcast.com. Awesome. And I want to just remind each and every one of you that you have got this. Oh, and before I go, one quick note for all of you who are enjoying the podcast. 
My new book is officially live and I know you're going to love it. So just a quick reminder, you can go get your copy at calmthechaosbook.com. And if you do, you'll get some cool bonuses as well. Once again, get your copy at calmthechaosbook.com and I'll see you next week.